Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Wild-Smith. Over the next few weeks, I will be sharing with you some of my podcasts that have made the list of being the best of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction. Now, whether this is your first time hearing the podcast or you remember it from before, I pray that it will provide help and encouragement to you in your life. Now, today I'm going to be covering a new seed and that new seed is called the seed of rebellion. So let's go ahead and define it. Rebellion means an action or process of resisting authority, control, or convention. It also means disobedience or defiance. Now the scripture reference that I use comes from Psalm chapter 78 verses 4 through 8 and it says, we will not hide these truths from our children. We will tell the next generation about the glorious deeds of the Lord about his power and his mighty works. For he issued his laws to Jacob. He gave his instructions to Israel. He commanded our ancestors to teach them to their children so the next generation might know them, even the children not yet born. And they will, in turn, will teach their own children. So each generation should set its hope anew on God, not forgetting his glorious miracles and obeying his commands. Then they will not be like their ancestors, stubborn, rebellious, and unfaithful, refusing to give their hearts to God. And again, that's Psalm 78 verses four through eight. Now, when you look at these scriptures, it is obvious that the goal that they wanted for the generations to come was for their children to obey God's commandments and to not be as rebellious as their ancestors were. This is something that is still wanted and hoped for. Every generation wants the next generation to be better and more obedient to God than the next. Unfortunately, it seems as if the opposite is happening. Although every generation is still wanting more for the next generation, it seems as if people's morals and values are just being pushed to the wayside. And their ability to get material things and wealth becomes the most important thing to acquire. As a result, the care and concern that people have for one another seems to be diminishing. People's selfishness and rebellion continues to be the driving forces that keep this type of narrative going, and it causes relationships with one another to be severed. When the enemy has the seed of rebellion planted into you, he allows you to get to a point that all you think about is pleasing yourself. You are not concerned if others get hurt. You are not concerned about how things look. 
You are not concerned if your actions upset God. You are just concerned about doing what you want to do and getting what you want to get. You don't follow anyone and you don't look to others' opinions unless it will help you get what you want. You are only concerned about you. Being engulfed with this seed can be hard to let go of, especially if you have been in this type of mentality for a long time. Trying to be logical and even reasonable about things normally go out the window and you refuse to listen to anything that is opposite to what you want to do. Even if it is better to go into a different direction, sometimes you refuse to do so because you just don't want to feel as if you gave in to someone else. You want to always maintain the control that you have and you are determined to do things the way you want to do them. Please understand that the longer you stay in the seed, the worse things will happen to you. Nothing good comes out of being rebellious. When you display a personality that you don't want to listen to anyone else, and you don't want to follow any directions from anyone, you are basically saying that you don't want to learn or grow. You feel that all that you know is good enough for you, unless there is something else that you need or that can benefit you. If not, then you are fine being rebellious. Please don't allow the enemy to keep you in this type of mindset. There are always things to learn and to grow from. God also doesn't want your focus to only be about you. He didn't create you to be selfish. He created you to be loving to him, loving to others, and loving to yourself. You must believe that you have what it takes to refrain from being rebellious. Now, it may be a struggle in the beginning because it may be all that you know. However, once you're able to challenge your current way of thinking, then you will be able to start living and walking in your new life. Hopefully and prayerfully, you will become this new person that God wants you to be. So now let's take a look again at our example with Ezekiel. And so I'm going to be reading from Ezekiel chapter 2, verses 1 through 10, which says, Stand up, son of man, said the voice. I want to speak with you. The spirit came into me as he spoke and set me on my feet. I listened carefully to his words. Son of man, he said, I am sending you to the nation of Israel, a nation that is rebelling against me. Their ancestors have rebelled against me from the beginning, and they are still in revolt to this very day. They are a hard-hearted and stubborn people. But I am sending you to say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. And whether they listen or not, for remember, they are rebels, at least they will know they have had a prophet among them. Son of man, 
Do not fear them. Don't be afraid, even though their threats are sharp as thorns and barbed like briars, and they sting like scorpions. Do not be dismayed by their dark scowls. For remember, they are rebels. You must give them my messages, whether they listen or not. But they won't listen, for they are completely rebellious. Son of man, listen to what I say to you. Do not join them in being a rebel. Open your mouth and eat what I give you. Then I looked and saw a hand reaching out to me, and it held a scroll. He unrolled it, and I saw that both sides were covered with funeral songs, other words of sorrow, and pronouncements of doom. And again, that's Ezekiel chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. As you can see from the scriptures, God made Ezekiel his prophet to speak to a rebellious nation, which was the children of Israel. He stressed that these people were stubborn and rebellious and were not obedient to doing what God had wanted them to do. God also stressed that Ezekiel should listen to him and that the children of Israel would not listen to him. They consistently continued to rebel against God and did what they wanted to do. God had different prophets warn them, and if they continued to stay disobedient, they would be exiled. They still did what they wanted to do. Ezekiel was obedient and did what God had told him to do. God had stressed to Ezekiel that he wanted him to make sure that he didn't get influenced by their rebellious nature and start to rebel just like they were doing. He also explained to him that they may not listen to him and for him to not be afraid, even if they threatened him. He needed to understand the extensiveness of their rebellion and what he was about to walk into as a prophet to God. As you look at what Ezekiel was about to do for God, his task was going to be monumental. Although God explained to him what he was going to have to go through, it still didn't change the magnitude of what he was about to face and the obedience that he was going to have to display and to keep throughout the whole time he was going to be used by God. Ezekiel's commitment and obedience was more significant than the people listening to him. He just needed to make sure that he was doing the will of God. When you are faced with a situation where God has told you to do something specifically for him, you should first make sure that you do what God has told you to do. You may not see the whole picture in the beginning of God is wanting you to do, but it doesn't mean that you don't do it. You must do it to the best of your ability and that you are being guided by him every step of the way. This means that it will require you to spend time with him so that you can hear God's voice with clarity. He will give you all the specifics that you will need. It will require you to keep the strength, the courage, 
and the commitment throughout the whole process. It may start off fine, but as things get harder and as the enemy keeps trying to take you off your course, you may start to question if this is something that you need to keep doing. God needs you. If he didn't, he wouldn't have asked you. Also know that he can also get someone else to do his work if you don't do what he has told you to do. He will step right over you and allow someone else to be there for him. Remember, God does give you a choice. You will always have a choice to make, but God is also searching your heart to see how sincere you are in completing the task at hand. He knows what you can and can't handle already, so please don't allow that to be an excuse as to why you may not feel qualified. He will be by your side throughout the whole journey, so please continue to seek him daily so that he can help you. Although the seed of rebellion is right where the enemy wants you, please don't allow him to keep ordering your steps. Psalm 119, 133 says, Order my steps in thy word, and let not any iniquity have dominion over me. You have to continue to trust and seek God in his word, and listen to his voice. You want him to guide you in everything, so that when the enemy is attacking you, you still feel the presence of God fighting for you. God is not going to allow the enemy to consume you unless you start to take your eyes off of God and you start to run with the enemy. Staying on the path with God will always be the best path. The hard part is that your flesh will keep warring against the spirit and will want and try to do the things that it wants and desires. Although the temptations may be great at times, Sometimes you must find a way to not give in to those temptations. If it does get the best of you and you do give in to them, please repent of your sins with a sincere heart and ask God for forgiveness. Please do not use that as a way to keep sinning. God wants you to follow him and to refrain from giving in to the temptations that you are faced with. It will be difficult at times, but not impossible. Please just allow God to help you in it. And I see that I am going to have to end this right now. So please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email destruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at destruction.com. That's destruction.com.